Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just near the English Channel. Uh, along with Sham Kishore, who's arming the, uh, the, the mic, <laughs> what we call the open mic, uh, here on this special day, Easter Day. Here it's Easter. I don't know where, if it is where you are, but uh, <clears throat> we respect and worship uh, the Shaktivesh avatar of Krishna, Lord Jesus Christ. Krishna, Sanskrit, goes to Greek, Christo, to Aramic, Krishna, Krista, and to the English, Christ. And in French, Christ, Christ in French, so it's all connected together, and worshipping the same person actually, the son of God, the son of Krishna, Lord Jesus, the son of Christ. That's what it means in Arabic. Okay. So, the Srimad Bhagavatam Ima Stotram. Oh, it's not open. Just a second. Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram by Sanatana Goswami glorifying the Srimad Bhagavatam, the basis, fundamental uh, text or, or inspiration for all the Rasa Shastras. It goes like this <clears throat> Sarva Shastrabdipiyusha, Sarva Vedaika Satpala, Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja. O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Ditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya, Prema Varshakshadayate, Sarvada Sarvasevyaya, Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you, who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka bando matsangin, madguru man mahadana, manisdadagamad bhagya, mad anandanamostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu saduta dayin atini chuchita kada hanamun chagadachin mam premna rit kandayospuda O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me, always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So, Gopakumar is in the middle of hearing from Nardamuni. It's a very long and deep uh, explanation of all kinds of aspects of pure devotional service. And he's talking now about deity worship. And there are sections of the Vedas that seem to condemn deity worship, 
But Narada Muni is explaining to Gopal Kumar that the kind of deity worship that's being condemned is materialistic uh, deity, deity worship, which is done for material motives. We're beginning with text 216, chapter 4, part 2 of Sri Brihat, Bhagavatamrita. Although the, the Narada Muni is speaking, although the fruit of their worship of Hari is in itself greater than the results of all pious material activities, they do not gain the highest fruit they would have derived from proper devotional service to the Lord. In various scriptures, therefore, the best of saintly persons condemn such materialistic worship. Commentary How can <clears throat> How can worship of the Supreme Lord not be faithful? How can worship of the Supreme Lord not be fruitful? And if fruitful, how can it be criticized? This verse and the next answer such doubts. Faithless worship of the Lord's deity results in fast, vast, faultless devotional enjoyment. Unencumbered by the complications that result from ordinary, fruity rituals, light being promoted to heaven. But only pure devotional service grants one the most rare treasure of pure love for the lotus feet of Sri Krishna, which in turn grants entrance to his abode, where one can see him and play with him forever. Thus, the most perceptive authorities on devotional service are usually critical of the deity worship of neophytes with weak faith. Text 218 When the Puranas and other scriptures make statements that belittle deity worship, you should understand that all such statements refer to those particular worshippers, not to all devotees. Text 219 and 20, 220. But if such materialistic worshippers never give up their worship under any circumstance, their dedication will purify their hearts. Then, by the mercy of Krishna's devotees, who can see only the good qualities of others. The faults of such worshippers will be exhausted, and in time, those worshippers too will become first-class devotees. Commentary A person questioning the value of granting petty material enjoyment to such casual worshippers might support his doubt by citing scripture. Vasudevi Manoyasya Japa Mohar Chanadishu Tasyan Tarayo Maitreya Devendra Va Dikampalam. O Maitreya, for a person whose mind is focused on Lord Vasudev by chanting of mantras, by offering of oblations, by worship of the Lord's deity, and so on. Such results as becoming the king of the demigods are simply obstacles to his progress. This doubt is cleared by texts 219 and 220. Anyone following the process of deity worship seriously, without giving it up under any circumstance, will be purified and in a short time will be, become a perfect devotee of the Lord. This guarantee stands even if the worshipper has regarded the deity as a stone statue different from the Supreme Person or has concocted a new image of the Lord. 
or has been led away from the path of Sanatana Dharma by excessive pride, or has treated other living entities with contempt, or even if he has shown no respect for Vaishnavas. But hypocrites, who merely make a show of deity worship for a short time, may only in the distant future become perfect devotees. Show bottle worshippers who offend Vaishnavas do not deserve to have their ambitions fulfilled at all. But they may attain perfection by the mercy of the Vaishnavas, for the Vaishnavas are very merciful, kind, even to their enemies. But wouldn't it be better for Vaishnavas simply to neglect such offenders and let them remain in ignorance? <clears throat> Perhaps. But pure Vaishnavas see only the good qualities in everyone. Since even superficial, pretentious worshippers of the deity are meditating on the transcendental form of the Lord, saintly devotees simply ignore the offenses and shower mercy. Text 221-222 Devotees who have material desires first enjoy the material results for which they hanker, and later on the strength of devotional service, they enjoy the true fruit of devotion. But because that fruit does not at first appear, pure devotees decry what those worshippers first achieve. Text 223 Pure devotees, after all, think that seeing the Lord constantly, attaining bliss from taking part in His pastimes, and relishing subsequent pleasures are the fruit of devotional service and its root as well. Commentary Achieving the perfection of prema is only the beginning of Vaikuntha life. After, after that, a liberated devotee makes further advancement, receiving special individual mercy from the Lord by being allowed to serve Him in person and to enjoy in other ways the nectar of devotion. Text 224 Those devotees cannot tolerate even a moment's delay in obtaining that fruit, nor can the Lord neglect such devotees for even a moment. Commentary Once a devotee's pure love of God is awakened, he can no longer wait to see the Lord and serve Him. In that consciousness, it is difficult for the devotee to understand why others hesitate to take full shelter of prema bhakti, and so he may speak critically of compromised materialistic behavior. Text 225 Thus, all the other fruits of desires are paltry, even liberation. From the personality of Godhead, they are easily obtained, but His pure devotional service is not. Text 226 By the mercy of pure devotional service, the personality of Godhead, the Supreme Controller, becomes subordinate to His devotees. This, in effect, deprives him of independence, so pure devotional service he rarely bestows. Commentary Pure love for Sri Krishna Dev is more difficult to obtain than liberation. In the words of Shukadev Goswami, My dear King Parikshit, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, is always ready to help you. He is your master, guru, god, very dear friend, and head of your family. Yet sometimes he agrees to act as your servant or order carrier. You are greatly fortunate because this relationship is possible only by bhakti yoga. The Lord can give liberation very easily 
but he does not very easily give one bhakti yoga. Bhagavatam 5.6.18 One of Krishna's names is Mukunda, which can be divided into three parts, Mu, liberation, Kum, happiness, and Da, giving, meaning that Krishna bestows the bliss of liberation. Or, Kum can be understood to mean devotional service. So Krishna is the bestower of both liberation and devotional service. However, although the Lord often awards liberation and ordinary devotional service, He very rarely gives prema bhakti. Why? Some say it is because when Bhagavan, the supremely independent controller of all, gives prema bhakti, he becomes obliged to give up his independence. For devotees who have prema keep him helplessly under their control. Or taking the title Bhagavan to express his absolute omniscience, the idea is that he knows the impropriety of giving prema bhakti to anyone uneducated in the rasas of pure devotion. Other reasons for the Lord's hesitancy to grant prema bhakti will be discussed later on. Text 227 In my opinion, the Lord's coming under the control of His dear most servants creates no unhappiness or fault of any kind. Rather, it creates great joy and broadcasts such glorious qualities of the Lord as His affectionate concern for His devotees. Commentary Having recounted others' thoughts on why the Personality of Godhead rarely bestows Prema Bhakti, Narada now discloses his own. First, he refutes the idea that the Lord wants to avoid losing his independence. The Lord causes no distress for his devotees when he submits himself to their desires, nor by surrendering his independence does he suffer. Rather, these intimate dealings bring joy to the entire world, and they spread the Lord's fame for being generous and concerned for His devotees. Because the Lord's submission to His devotees enlarges their mutual love, it is a source of delight rather than distress. Furthermore, because it increases His glories, it is faultless. Text 228 The way the chief of expert heroes voluntarily submits to his devotees is supremely dear and attractive because it contradicts his self-satisfaction and certain other of his natural qualities. It is the ultimate perfection of Godhood. Commentary The greatness of God is seen most fully when he becomes subordinate to his servants. In such intimate dealings, the Lord reveals his most special qualities, like his unselfish efforts to give happiness to his devotees. This aspect of his personality attracts the admiration of pure Vaishnavas, even when it seems to contradict such features of his absolute status as his eternal self-satisfaction. His effortless acquisition of whatever he might desire, his supreme mastery of the powers of mystic yoga, and so on. One may learn more about this topic by studying such pastimes of Krishna as his destroying the pride of Satyabhama, as told in Sri Harivangsha and other devotional scriptures. Text 229 In the final maturity of devotional service in pure love, sometimes 
a unique treasure appears, Mahabhava, the highest stage of ecstasy. With the vision of truth, one sees it in the kingdom of the greatest delight, where it dances exuberantly upon the ramparts. Commentary In Mahabhava, the most rare experience, one suffers the torment of burning in the fire of separation from Krishna. From the purely spiritual point of view, this so-called suffering is actually the most sublime ecstasy. Text 230. And yet, the peculiar nature of Mahabhava is that outwardly it shows the signs of terrible distress, sorrow, and pain. And although these signs are but external, the Lord can never tolerate seeing such a state in His most beloved devotees. Commentary Krishna cannot bear to see his devotees crying, crying out pitifully and shedding torrents of tears in the pain of separation from him, even though he knows that these are not truly signs of unhappiness. Real or not, these signs of distress in his devotees force him to respond. In this state, his title Bhagavan is best understood to mean the most loving. Text 231 When persons addicted to mundane vision see the bewildering symptoms of ecstasy born from pure love of God, they ridicule the devotees. Because such mundane persons have no desire to achieve devotional service, the Supreme Lord withholds from them his prema bhakti. Mm. Commentary It is for the good of foolish people that the personality of Godhead doesn't grant them prema bhakti. For lack of spiritual vision, materialists cannot begin to appreciate what pure love of God is. So when Vaishnavas show symptoms of the ecstasies of prema, crying out loud and appearing as if in great pain, the materialists, not at all attracted to share in these feelings, simply laugh at the devotees. The external appearance of pure love of God is certainly bewildering to ordinary people. So they cannot decide whether they are seeing great suffering or great pleasure. And because the Supreme Lord has unlimited compassion for every living entity, He refrains from introducing the mysteries of pure devotional service to those who are unprepared. Text 232 Devotional service endowed with prema is very really rarely achieved. In contrast, the enjoyments of heaven are easy to obtain and so too is freedom from material existence. People rarely, if ever, find a chintamani gem. They usually find only glass or sometimes gold. Commentary Various enjoyments and opportunities for control are available in heaven, on earth, in the subterranean regions, and on the planets of the sages. And for anyone with the requisite karmic credit, these are easily achieved. In contrast, one rarely achieves liberation from the cycle of birth and death. And prema bhakti is more, much more rare than even liberation. Thus, material success is compared to glass, liberation to gold, 
and pure devotion to the mystic Chintamani gem. Text 233 Only once in a while does the Supreme Lord give bhakti and only to a rare, intelligent person who desires only that, indifferent to the opinions of the world. Commentary Because a candidate for pure bhakti has lost all concern for what worldly people think of him, they reciprocate by treating him with contempt. Text 234 We are not able to describe completely this special ecstatic state, nor is it proper for us to do so. And even if the most perfect of scriptures, those dedicated to promoting devotional service, were not to describe it in detail, the effect on ignorant people would be contrary. I'll read that again. We are not able to describe completely this special ecstatic state, nor is it proper for us to do so. And even if the most perfect of scriptures, those dedicated to promoting devotional service, were to describe it in detail, the effect on ignorant people would be contrary. Commentary Gopal Kumar wants to learn more from Narda about the special kind of ecstasy that comes from mature love of God. But here, Narda asserts that he is unqualified to explain it. Prema Bhakti is indeed beyond the reach of anyone's mind and words. Only devotees who have directly perceived it can understand it. Before a general audience, then, it is inappropriate to say very much about even the external symptoms of prema. Thus, Srimad Bhagavatam and other bhakti shastras avoid revealing too much. The devotional scriptures anticipate that after reading that prema is like the fire of universal annihilation multiplied millions of times, people will be, will be afraid to cultivate prema bhakti. Srila Sridhar Swami in his comments on Srimad Bhagavatam, encourages neophyte readers to, by portraying the symptoms of Prema Bhakti described therein as signs of happiness, not unhappiness. For example, one verse in the 11th canto, 11 to 40, says about the devotee who has achieved Prema, by chanting the holy name of the Supreme Lord, <coughs> One comes to the stage of love of Godhead. Then the devotee is fixed in his vow as an eternal servant of the Lord. And he gradually becomes very much attached to a particular name and form of the Lord. As his heart melts with ecstatic love, he laughs very loudly or cries or shouts. Sometimes he sings and dances like a madman for he is indifferent to public opinion. Sridhar Swami tactfully explains that he laughs very loudly or cries or shouts means that the devotee jokingly rebukes his Lord, you have been neglecting me all this time. When the supreme ecstasy of prema in separation appears outwardly like supreme distress, there is nothing wrong with this, except that persons lacking spiritual knowledge will misunderstand devotional service to be a miserable experience and will have nothing to do with it. They will, in, they will turn instead to impersonal jnana to achieve liberation or to materialistic karma to fulfill their desires for happiness. Rather than listen to the perfect authorities, on bhakti, they will hear from ordinary, ignorant men. Text 235 Persons who serve the transcendental taste of this ecstasy 
can realize its super-excellence and sweetness. Since you belong to the place where Mahabhava is known, very soon you will surely understand it by the mercy of the Lord. This is a great benediction. Narada Muni just gave Gopakumar the benediction that you are qualified and you will be able to taste it and understand it very soon. But until you experience it yourself, you cannot understand it. Neither can you explain it. Commentary Out of humility, Narda implies that he is unable to understand the ecstasy of prema. But as an intimate associate of Lord Narayana, and as a witness of Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan, Mathura, and Dwarka, he knows much more than he has disclosed. Gopakumar is also eligible for this privileged understanding because he was born in Gokula and graced by the mercy of Sri Gokula Nath. Text 36, 236, and 237. Sri Gopagomar said, These words of Narada greatly increased my anxious eagerness to see the lotus feet of Sri Gopal, my worshipable Lord. Quickly, a powerful stormlight urge also arose in me, a hope to achieve the kind of ecstasy that Narada has just described. Seeing me cast seeing me cast by this hope and eagerness into an ocean of sorrow, Narda consolingly spoke. Commentary Pure devotees revere Narda Muni for preaching the glories of the Supreme Lord all over the universe. I take shelter of Narda, who forced upon the secret treasure chest. I take shelter of Narda, who forced open the secret treasure chest in which the jewels of the Vaishnava philosophical conclusions were kept. Text 238 Shinarda said, Although this topic is most confidential and should not be talked about here, by the weight of your anxiety, I am being forced to speak openly. What does this mean? They're in Vaikuntha. You can't talk about Prema Bhakti and Vrindavan and Goloka Vrindavan there in Vaikuntha for fear of disturbing the atmosphere. But it's so... It's so Gopakumar's desire now to hear about it is so great. Narada is being forced to speak. Commentary. The secrets Nardi is about the Narda is about to divulge are generally not discussed even in Vaikuntha. And we're going to hear this now. Try to understand. We're, we're being given the, the special prerogative, the special mercy. This is Lord Chaitanya's mercy. He explained everything to Sanatana Goswami. We're just hearing about it in our reading, in our hear, in our proof hearing of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. We're just in chapter 20 of the Madhya beginning of the uh, instructions to Sanatana Goswami, just before he wrote this book. So it's Lord Chaitanya's mercy that we're able to hear this. So just try to concentrate, try to follow, Try to understand. Even if you can't understand, try. <clears throat> Narada Muni is still speaking. Far from here lies Ayodhya, the splendid city of Raghupati, the divine master of the Raghu dynasty. And beyond that shines the city of Dwarka, dear to the Divine Master of the Yadus. Dwarka resembles the blessed and charming Mathura, 
Go to that Dwarka and worship with your eyes your beloved Lord. Commentary Above all the other Vaikuntha planets are the special abodes of Lord Ramachandra and Lord Krishna. Since Gopakumar is somewhat familiar with Mathura on earth, Narada describes Dwarka as being similar. As affirmed by Vikadru in Sri Harivangsha, Dwarka is actually a Mathura's subdistrict, and the residents of Dwarka are mostly Yadavas from Mathura city. You remember when Krishna moved all the residents of Mathura to Dwarka? Well, at that time, the district of Mathura stretched all the way down to Gujarat and to the uh, ocean there. It was very big. So when Gopakumar achieves Dwarka above Vaikuntha, in effect, he will be attaining Mathura. Text 240. But first, hear from me about an excellent method for approaching Ayodhya, a method approved by those whose only taste is for service at Lord Ramachandra's lotus feet. Commentary Narada recommends that Gopakumar reach Dwarka by first going to Ayodhya. The devotees there worship Lord Ramachandra almost <clears throat> as intimately as Krishna's devotees worship Krishna in Dwarka. So in Ayodhya, Gopakumar will get good training in the higher practice of personal devotion. Text 241 and 242. Sri Krishna is the original personality of Godhead, the source of all incarnations, and simply by worship of Him, everything can be obtained. Yet I shall give you the teachings to help you achieve a special taste for the divine lotus feet of Lord Rama, the hero of the Raghus. Commentary From experience, Gopakumar is fully convinced that anything he desires can can, he can easily obtain by taking shelter of the ten-syllable king of mantras for worship of Sri Madan Gopal. The suggestion that he approached the lotus feet of Sri Raghunath does not contradict this. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 1.3.28, Krishna is the one source of all expansions of Godhead, including Lord Ramachandra. Eti Changshakala Pungsa, Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam. All these incarnations are either plenary portions or portions of the plenary portions of the Lord. But Lord Sri Krishna is the original personality of Godhead. Devotees of Lord Krishna, devotees of Krishna, see in Lord Rama many of the all-attractive features of their own deity. In Srimad Bhagavatam 9.11.19, Sri Shukadeva Goswami mentions Lord Ramachandra's exceptionally beautiful, beautiful lotus feet. When Lord Ramachandra lived in Dandakaranya, his lotus feet were sometimes pierced by thorns. After completing the sacrifice, he placed those lotus feet in the hearts of those who always think of Him. Then the self-born Lord entered His own abode. A unique rasa is to be tasted at those lotus feet, a special mood of ecstatic worship. And Narada wants to help Gopakumar achieve it. By devotional service to Lord Madan Gopal, the source of all avatars of Vishnu, everything desirable is easily obtained. Yet Sri Raghunath is a special incarnation of the Lord. He has special characteristics that one cannot relish without developing the particular mood of his worship. Narda now offers to instruct Gopakumar 
in the method of worshipping Lord Ramachandra. And it's almost 8 o'clock. We'll stop here. And tomorrow we will hear Narada Muni explain how to worship Lord Ramachandra. Hare Krishna. So, on this holy day, anyone has any reflections or comments or discussions? From Raj Vallabha. Hare Krishna, please accept my humble my humble obeisances, all grace to Srila Prabhupada. I enjoy these insights into Krishna's personality. However, how can we perceive what to speak or understand or even identify when we are receiving such mercy? You have to continue to hear. There's no other way to achieve this, even a little understanding, except by association with devotees who do understand it to some degree or are tasting it to some degree but the, you, the way you get this is to repeatedly hear and don't stop hearing just like in, in part of this teaching we just received uh, even materialistic persons who are not properly seeing the Lord in the hearts of others, uh, the prakrita bhaktas, when they worship, if they worship the deity, and don't stop worshipping the deity, eventually they get that higher taste and become first-class devotees. So that same principle applies to the hearing and chanting of the Rasa Shastras, of the Gita, Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita and this Briyat Bhagavatamrita. So continue to chant the holy names, follow the principles that we, we vowed to follow at initiation, chant the number of prescribed rounds at least every day without fail, and go on hearing. And eventually you will get there. That is the secret. That is the certainty, the promise of Krishna, who never uh, breaks his promise. Well, maybe rarely, but in general not. That is Lord Chaitanya's mercy. So pray to Lord Chaitanya for his mercy, Lord Nityananda for his mercy, Panchatatma for their mercy and go on hearing trying to understand and everything will be revealed to you through that process and serve in whatever way you can wherever you are uh, in whatever situation in life serve the, the, the mission of Lord Chaitanya Hare Krishna this is from Rachi Manjari Hare Krishna Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. How nice that today on Shiva's Thakur's appearance day, we are hearing this exalted knowledge from Srinada Muni. Would you please elaborate? Ah, well, I mean, I'm so absorbed in what I'm doing with these, uh, hearing the Chaitanya Charitamrita. From, from four to five hours or more a day I'm losing track of everything even who's who in the appearance and disappearance day so I humbly apologize to the devotionalists for not mentioning that today's Srivast Thakur's appearance day but Srivast Thakur represents in the Panchatattva the Jiva Tattva the perfect Jiva Tattva <clears throat> and the perfect Jiva Tattva is Narada Muni. So Srivastakur is considered to be <clears throat> an incarnation of Narada Muni, the perfect Jiva. So you have Lord Chaitanya as the perfect form of a devotee, Lord Nityananda, the perfect form of an expansion of a devotee, Lord uh, Advaita Chari as the perfect uh, expansion of an incarnation of a devotee 
Then you have Gadadhar as the perfect uh, incarnation of the Shakti energy of the Lord. And then you have the Jiva, Shivastakwa, who is Nardamuni, personified. In Jagannath Puri, during the Harapanchami ceremony, when the goddess of fortune comes out of the temple, furious at Lord Jagannath because he left her and went to Gundicha, which represents Vrindavan, to be with Radharani and the gopis. And he promised her that he was coming back the next day and it took him more than a week and she becomes furious. During that festival, one year, during that festival, uh, Surup Damodar and Shivas have this discussion about who's greater. And Lord Chaitanya listening and is becoming completely ecstatic. And of course you know who won. But Shiva's Thakur, representing Narada Muni, was glorifying the opulence of the goddess of fortune. She came riding on a big palanquin carried by many men, you know, and so many maidservants. And she came there and she, they arrested all of Lord Jagannath's devotees. And Shiva's is in ecstasy. Oh, just see the glories of the opulence of my goddess of fortune. And he said, in Vrindavan, they just have some fruits and flowers and twigs. And <laughs> and then Surup Damodar goes on to explain to him how Vrindavan is more opulent than Dwarka, is more opulent than any place, because all opulence spring from that place. The, the, the houses are built with Chintamani gems, the rarest gem. You can't even find it in the material world. Magic uh, gems. And the, the, the walls of the buildings are built from these gems. Each one more worth more than all the opulence in a whole universe. And Lord Chaitanya finally, he became, went into ecstasy hearing this description to Hare Krishna. That's from Prajaloka. Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Hare Krishna, Braj. All grace to Srila Prabhupada. Oh, this is Prajaloka? Yeah. Oh, Hare Krishna. It was so touching to hear about how Lord Krishna surrounded himself to his pure devotees and how happily he do so for me it gives a very nice example on how blissful can be can it be to okay for me it gives a very nice example on how blissful it can be to give up our independence because we really love someone Although this is not so easy topic to me. Well, the point that's being made here is that of all of Krishna's glories and all of his opulences, the greatest one is his affection for his devotees. I, we see this in Lord Chaitanya's Leela a lot, you know, because the devotees literally control Lord Chaitanya. He wanted to go to Vrindavan. And they just made excuse after excuse after excuse. And he wouldn't go without their permission. So for two years, <laughs> they keep, you know, putting it off and putting it off. And finally, they let him go. So this is the point. They say that... Uh, Lord Chaitanya doesn't, they say that Krishna doesn't give pure Krishna prema, you know, to just anyone. Because if, the, because if he does, he loses independence. And it is, in a sense, it's true. 
But we heard just now that in another sense it's not, because it's not that it causes Krishna pain to lose his independence. This is materialistic thinking. Actually, it's the greatest glory of the Lord that he become he gets pleasure in in giving Krishna prema. And of course, that feature of Lord Krishna in which he gives gives it the easiest is Lord Chaitanya himself. Krishna in the mood of Radharani. Because she's the most soft-hearted, the most humble, the most soft-hearted, the most generous. Hare Krishna. Uh, she also mentioned, I also like the 219-220 verses which spoke of the materialist worshippers and said that if they never give up worship their determination will eventually purify their hearts and then by the grace of the devotee of Krishna we see only the good in others their thoughts are destroyed and in time they themselves become first class devotees Yes, I just started to think about that this last part of the sentence suggests that if a devotee meditates in a positive way on another devotee, he can empower him and give him strength for going forward and keep continue and improve his worship. This verse helped me to realize again that how important to get the mercy and good wishes of the Vaishnavas. And a strong desire came to my heart about but what what was what was the yeah go ahead go ahead about develop I guess developing this positive vision of a devotee about others seeing only the good qualities in everyone yes that's the secret that's the secret of making the uh, avoiding offenses to see the good qualities thank you very much for that reflection it's very nice I don't have anything more to add to that it's very nice. I thank you very much because I have a phone call in three minutes. So you're very kind to me. And you're, without me asking, you're uh, helping me out. Hare Krishna. All glories to Shivas Thakur. All glories to Narada Muni, who the, the, the supreme preacher. And all glories to Sri Brihad Bhagavatamrita Ki Jai. Yeah. Samabeda Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai. Gaur Prem Anandi Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night. Same place, same time, same topic. The creme de la creme de la creme. Hare Krishna. Pure devotional service. Hare Krishna.